This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton. Welcome back. This is Dollars and Change on Sirius XM Radio, powered by the Wharton School. And I'm Cheryl Kuhlman. And I'm Sandy Hunt. We'll be attempting to use as many unique words as possible <laughs> for all these the, segments. For all the children for out there growing brains listening. We had just finished up a discussion with James Anderson, who was the head of government innovation programs at Bloomberg Philanthropies. Learned a lot about what cities are trying to do to innovate, address problems, and share information across mm-hmm. different areas. So it was a great segment. Could have talked to you for hours, James. Very cool stuff. Well, and next we move to Vlada Lakina, who's the CEO and co-founder of ClassTag. Um, had a good business background as tech executive, management consultant, working at Fortune 500 tech companies, and then discovered a problem that she wanted to solve. So, Vlada, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm great to be here. Great. And you are an alumna, right, of the Wharton School. What year did you graduate? That, <clears throat> that's correct, yes. Uh, I graduated in 2008, and actually one of your co-hosts, uh, Catherine Klein, was one of my professors. Oh, oh fantastic. <laughs> Did you take her research methods class? I'm trying to think of what she would have been teaching then. Um, wonderful. Well, you know, one of the most fun ways we think to start any entrepreneur story is with the, you know, the lightning bolt moment. How did you know this is something that needed to be done in the world? So tell us, you know, tell us the moment class tag came to be. Absolutely. Um, it came to be f- uh, from my personal experiences um, as, as a parent when uh, my daughter started school. And I, of course, was very excited to be an active part in her education and, of course, doing so while traveling for, um, you know, with my with my work. And um, I was absolutely shocked at how outdated the whole parent communication approach was. Um, in, in a world where it's all about instant feedback and connectivity, I, I felt failing at every corner, uh, knowing, you know, what's happening with her, how I can best participate. And, uh, and that, that was very fa- uh, painful. So you, you basically were not getting information about what was going on with your daughter. Maybe every now and then there'd be a parent-teacher day kind of thing, but certainly few and far between. Um, I would say uh, it was actually a lot of communication of various kind. It was very fragmented. Uh-huh. Uh, it was impossible to, to keep track of and figure out what's the single source of truth. Because sometimes you would see something on the website, something else in the paper, um, you know, paper and jammed at the bottom of the back. <laughs> That's right. Everyone yeah. knows the image of the, the crumbled Someone piece of paper, yeah, crayon exactly. co- covered at the bottom of the backpack. Right. Exactly. We're, we're going on a field trip. You need to have the parents sign this kind of thing. Got it. So, so right. it, was, it was, and you know, in, in this day and age too, it's, you know, thinking about, you referenced traveling for your job. Like, right. you want to be able to look at that calendar from the Denver airport where you're planning your next month versus being, you know, having to have the website up and the notes from your parent teacher conference and the three crumpled pages from the bottom of the backpack. Um, I think every parent listening is is (laughs) nodding going, yes. "Yes." And how do I sign up? You know? (laughs) Um, So, uh, so take, take, take us on the journey. Yeah. Why hadn't something like this existed and what was the road? What did the road look like to actually getting it, um, you know, put into use. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. So when I started this, uh, we really focused on saying 
Well, there seems to be a missing piece, which is really helping parents and teachers build connections and relationships. And uh, a big part of doing that is, of course, um, facilitating this in-person interactions, right? Mm -hmm. So parent-teacher conference, volunteer sign-ups, events where kind of these connections can happen in, in, in real world. And so we, that's where we started with build a really um, you know, smart and easy to use, great tool for, you know, basically activities management uh, that's purpose-built to schools. And uh, what we discovered very quickly is that all of that is great, but there are fundamental problems that have not been addressed yet. And before we get into a lot of, you know, sort of higher level problems about, you know, uh, getting to know each other and other things, there seems to be a lack of basic connectivity. And that was crazy to me that that problem still exists. And so from there, we shifted gears a bit to augment sort of the activities part with um, with that uh, idea of reaching every parent. Um, and we are doing so with um, you know, a variety of tech tools available to us, including routing to any channel, including email, SMS, and even reaching parents who are entirely offline with paper flyers. We'll let the teacher know who is not reading communications and translating automatically in 50-plus languages and validating wow. contacts and so doing cool. all sorts of that work that I thought was, was done and forgotten long before I showed up, but apparently it hasn't. Well, and that's a great point, right? These technologies are are there. Um, you know, digital calendars, et cetera, have been around for quite a while, um, but weren't being put to use. So, you know, I think anyone listening, most of our listeners have been a part of this ecosystem in one dimension. <laughs> yeah. The child whose parents and teacher need to coordinate, the parent, the teacher. When it came to sort of implementing this, because it sounds like such a one of these duh solutions, like, yeah, duh, who wouldn't want that? That sounds great. It sounds efficient. It sounds like it's meeting people where they are and it's meeting needs. What were the challenges to implementing it? What, what were the barriers to this, this market and this solution? Because you sell to the schools directly, right? Um, no, actually not. That's, I think, one of the uh, really breakthroughs that we're bringing to this market is that not only this... Um, really great tool that helps parents and teachers every day is available completely free, but we actually are able with our business model to help teachers get free supplies for their classroom. So take so us through we, that business model, because even even Cheryl and I, with all of our experience with social ventures, you can see our wheels turning. Gosh, how does this work? So <laughs> how, how does how does ClassTag make money? Yeah. Um, let's start there. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, so in basic terms, we make money from uh, partnering with great, happy, healthy, wholesome companies who are you know, education and family uh, relevant um, and that want to incorporate their content and their offerings into these parent-teacher communication streams. Got it. Can you give us an um, example? Yeah. Uh, we've partnered with, um, to date, over 20 companies. Um, that range from folks in education, like um, the likes of ABC Mouse and Rosetta Stone, to uh, folks like Land's End. Um, Yumbo Kids is a great uh, um, food, healthy food delivery service, and brands of vitamins, and et cetera, et cetera. So, so they're advertising with... on your platform somehow, and that, that those correct. ad sales and pay? Yeah, that's what pays our bill and allows us to have the platform completely free. And on top of that, we actually donate 50% of net proceeds back to these classrooms. 
So that's that's where the free supplies and exclusiveness that teachers can get. And so, so the way I understand it is that for like the utilization. So if you know, as parents log in and sign up to bring the juice boxes, you know, via class tag, that teacher sort of gets like tokens or or credits because her. her or his parents are being participatory and that teacher can then use that to buy school supplies? That Yeah, that's exactly right. So the whole platform is built around uh, facilitating and encouraging and improving parent engagement. And so uh, we thought it's only right to introduce um, sort of these, uh, we call it class tag rewards, and um, the unit of that is class tag points that uh, teachers and parents earn as they use class tag to improve that parent engagement. Um, and then teachers can use them in their, um, you know, in our marketplace to get um, access to amazing set of things that unfortunately teachers spend out of pocket on mm-hmm. today. Say I, um, I've i got my daughter in a local Philadelphia school and I'm listening to you and this sounds great and it's not yet in my school. How, how does it get to my school or the school my daughter is? Yeah, um, class tag is extremely uh, simple and easy to use, so it doesn't require an installation team on site or anything. Thank goodness. Yeah. Uh, so it's very plug and play. So as a parent, what you would do is um, you um, can share class tag, encourage you know your teacher or your PTA or your school leadership to go to classtag.com. Um, and then from there, they can either create a classroom um, and uh, explore, look at the demo, look at all the feature set, and uh, play with it and see how um, you know how they can use it. And then ultimately, we have a few very quick and easy ways to invite parents to join and start collaborating. Wow, that sounds that sounds very easy. I, I imagine that uh, you know when I was first thinking about this, I thought you had to go through the school district and they had to get buy-in from the teachers, and then they had to drive it through the teachers' union, et cetera. But it sounds like this is really, um, you, you can launch it in a school fairly quickly. That's correct, yeah. Can you talk to us a little bit, Vlada, about um, how you see this system sort of working and being utilized across different socioeconomic strata? Because I can see its assets, you know, it's got so many assets right, right. Um, that could be of value to all different types of communities. But um one of the things, you know, that's always a concern is, are we developing tools that are helping the, you know, the good get to great or the great get to greater um, in terms of quality classrooms and, you know, areas where teachers are spending more, have more to spend, et cetera. How do you see um, class tag working in, you know, in all types of classrooms? Yeah, that's a great question. And uh, we have, that's something that we actually pay quite a bit of attention to because ultimately, um what 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 is happening is that uh, these both of these problems the lack of you know engagement or connectivity with parents as well as uh teachers spending out of pocket are um surprisingly um present in all types of communities uh nationwide and in fact the official stats in terms of uh parent um sorry teachers spending out of pocket is 94% of us teachers are spending Five hundred dollars wow. um, on average on supplies. So, when you're talking about ninety-four percent, it's not only you know your Title One schools or your you know more demanding communities. It is all all communities across the country. Wow. Um, 
and um, and essentially what we see from our uh, usage in the in the teachers and, and the classrooms that we have active on Classat, we are pretty much representative of a broader um, school system. So about 70% are um, public schools, about 20% are private schools, and about 10% are charter schools. So that's roughly in line with your overall map of U.S. schools. Um, and on top of that, we we do know that some of the issues that you know some of the lower income communities are encountering are the most severe ones, right? Where mm-hmm. they have uh, parents who are entirely offline, right? We are talking about apps and connectivity and things like that, right. and they're still entirely offline. They might be even on the flip phone and changing that number constantly, and so um, and then not speaking English, right? And of mm-hmm. course, that makes that matters even more difficult um, for 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 the teacher to you know establish that connection, and so. That's where you know reaching every parent as the foundation of class tag is is really essential. So Vlada, um, can you yeah. can you tell us you you briefly touched on it, but I want to learn more. Tell us what that would look like. So let's say you have a teacher in a low income community using ClassPass, and a parent in one of their a parent of one of their students is frequently switching you know cell phones and um, doesn't have a consistent number, doesn't have internet at home. Um, how does ClassPass assist that particular parent? And and they do not speak the same language as the teacher. They're not English speaking. Yeah. So um, essentially what you would uh, do as a teacher, uh, first thing you do is you input contact information. So let's say you input a you know, uh, phone number for this parent. Uh, immediately, um, as we are trying to reach that parent, we'll let you know if that contact information is outdated or if it's outdated and nobody is receiving that communication at any Got future it. point in time. So if you send out um, a text prompt to the parents via class tag, it would say, you know, number 12345 has, you know, been rejected. This number is not active. Yeah. Uh, essentially, we will highlight it in our classroom directory Got it. to the teacher. So you know it's not red exclamation yeah. point saying Great. you might want to check check up on that number because there is there is no life in it. Um, and um, and then what happens on top of that is that once the contact information is added to class tag, we do not rely on the app or website to get this information out to parents. Right. So we have a routing system essentially that um, create every time a teacher sends a message, whether it's announcements, sharing pictures, individual messages to parents, um, a parent will receive it as an SMS or an email or a push notification with the app depending on their preference. And then we'll let the teacher know who didn't read those communications Mm -hmm. so they can click and print only those copies that are truly needed and send them back uh, in a nicely formatted way. Oh, nice. So with one click of a button, a teacher can essentially cover all of these devices, and even if there is no device at all. Um, so you can say, like, then, you know, print this week's updates in yes. Spanish. Yep. Fabulous. Uh, it would actually automatically send, um, as long as we know the parent's preferred language, which is something that administrator, teacher, or parent uh, himself can set up. Um, we will automatically print it in their language. Fabulous. So, Vlada, this is this is a really interesting. It's a uh, sounds like a great idea and a lot of fun and a lot of moving parts that make it complex and interesting. Tell a little bit about how you made that decision to leave, you know, working at big companies 
to become right. an entrepreneur? Because I think a lot of people who listen to our our show often see some problems and have mm-hmm. ideas. And then I know. think every parent listening is going, <laughs> I could have thought of that. I should have thought of that. Yeah, how, how did you make that leap? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I think to, to make the leap, to, to kind of two, two things uh, have to be true. One, you have to be passionate enough about the problem and really feel that, that that's how you want to be spending your time for the next um, several years. Um, <laughs> yeah. And because from the time of the idea uh, to the time that you actually hit the market and the time that you uh, make it a sustainable business, uh, it's going to get harder and harder. Um, so you better be really, uh, really just <laughs> up about Absolutely. the problem you're solving. Um, and secondly, I think you have to be maybe unaware uh, of the kind of risk <laughs> a little bit um, so that you can, can sort of move forward without the fear that you might right, have otherwise exactly 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 i think ignorance is your helper here <laughs> <laughs> excellent very cool and um you know for for you know launching this business model you, you know getting sponsor securing funding um you know what one or two pieces of advice do you have for listening entrepreneurs about how to mechanize that because i'm sure land's end wasn't like hey we'll sponsor this startup thing that's you know a month old how did you grow that side of the business um we um we essentially didn't have that side of a business until until this year oh, okay. so we took some time of course to grow our audience first uh so we have uh people to in classrooms to sponsor um and um and then we started with you know smaller budgets smaller companies endemic brands um that are educational and and then we went from there um and i would say that the response from uh, our sponsors or our partners has been tremendous, and it's growing uh, exponentially by the day. We pretty much have um, sold out all of the sponsorship positions we've had wow. uh, since we started. Well, and it's, it sounds great because, I mean, who wouldn't want to be involved in, you know, a, an enterprise that is really connecting parents and teachers, improving mm-hmm. education, great branding? It sounds like a, you know, a home run. Yeah, um, God, these, I think these Wharton students—they really <laughs> figure it all out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, certainly, you know, when I started, when I went into this, and I looked at all the troubles the teachers have. The one sort of foundational thing I had was I would never want or you know really wanted to avoid charging teachers in any shape or form. So, the the foundational principle for us to do, deliver an amazing, fully featured uh, product and a sustainable business. And I saw an opportunity to use the money where they exist, which is, you know, not an educational system, um, to, to, that crazy gap that teachers are funding out of Well, we're really, we're really glad that you are using your Wharton training to make this happen. We've been talking to Vladka Latino, who's the CEO and co-founder of ClassTag. You should go check them out and see if they're in your schools. And, and if not, talk about getting it to happen. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play.